next project is going to be to take in Isaiah chapter 60 in its entirety. Isaiah chapter 60 is comprised of 22 verses that will take us 22 days to consume. I would encourage you to read through the chapter from beginning to end each of those 22 days as it will not only reinforce the verses that you're memorizing, but it will put those verses in context for you. By the end of these 22 days, you'll have not only memorized Isaiah chapter 60, but you will have sunk deeply into the truths that these verses of Scripture espouse. Now, Isaiah chapter 60 is a prophetic text. It comes out of one of the prophets of Israel. And the thing about prophetic texts is that they have at least two levels of fulfillment. The first level of fulfillment is the original context. Isaiah chapter 60 is addressed to the people of Israel in the midst of their captivity, and it promises their release from captivity. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The people of Israel had been devastated by the Babylonian captivity in 586 B.C., and this passage of Scripture addresses them and and, uh, calls them to hope and calls them to expect the impending intervention of God that not only will release them from captivity, but will restore their fortunes. Darkness is going to cover the earth, but the Lord is going to arise over you, and the Gentiles are going to come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. This passage of Scripture calls the people of Israel to awaken to the bright future that God has set out for them, that God has destined them for, much like Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 and following, where the Lord says, I know the thoughts that I have for you, thoughts of good, not of evil, to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. Uh, He says in verse 13 here of Isaiah 60, The glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress, the pine, the box tree together, to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make the place of my feet glorious. The the temple was destroyed in, in the Babylonian captivity. And Nebuchadnezzar raised it to the ground in 586 B.C. But now God says that the glory is going to return, which indicates that the temple is going to be rebuilt. And the people of God are going to be restored to their place of prominence in the earth. Uh, the the, The promises here in the chapter are astounding, and they continue to unfold, and they continue to deepen and deepen and deepen. And so we must be aware of the original context within which this prophetic passage emerges. But there's also another level of fulfillment, and that level of fulfillment has to do with the fact that all of the scriptures, the scriptures in their entirety, were written for our examples. Now, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, that all these things, speaking of the Old Testament scriptures in their entirety, happened to them as examples, and they were written for our admonition, upon whom the end of the ages have come. That means that everything that we find in the Old Covenant has, yes, it has its original context, but it's also written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. That means that there's a second level of fulfillment to the prophetic texts of Scripture. And that second level of fulfillment is within the life of the believer. This means that as you read and as you memorize and as you meditate on Isaiah chapter 60, you're not only meditating and memorizing this verse within the context, you're not only understanding these verses within the context of the original writing and the original audience, which was uh, the Israelites of the exile, but you're reading it within the context of your own life as well. My special guest for these episodes will be my 
one and only wife, Pastor Sunny Robinson, who is a powerful woman of God. Uh, it has been such a delight to begin memorizing these verses with her and praying through them. We have such powerful times of prayer at the end of each episode. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, you're going to be sitting at the tip of your seat waiting for the next day. Uh, and so I'm just so excited to give you Isaiah chapter 60. And I pray that each and every day, the Spirit of the Lord takes these words and, and just emblazons them upon your soul so that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts might be acceptable in the sight of our Lord, our Rock, and our Redeemer. Here is Isaiah chapter 60 in its entirety. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall swell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. The multitude of camels shall cover your land, the dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense and they shall proclaim the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kadar shall be gathered together to you. The rams of Nebaioth shall minister to you. They shall ascend with acceptance on my altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. Who are these who fly like a cloud and like doves to their roosts? Surely the coastlands shall wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish will come first to bring your sons from afar, their silver and their gold with them, to the name of the Lord your God, and to the Holy One of Israel, because he has glorified you. The sons of foreigners shall build up your walls, and their kings shall minister to you. For in my wrath I struck you, but in my favor I have had mercy on you. Therefore your gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day or night, that men may bring to you the wealth of the Gentiles and their kings in procession. For the nation and kingdom which will not serve you shall perish, and those nations shall be utterly ruined. The glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress, the pine, and the box tree together, to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make the place of my feet glorious. Also the sons of those who afflicted you shall come bowing down to shall come bowing to you and all those who despised you shall fall prostrate at the soles of your feet and they shall call you the city of the Lord Zion of the holy one of Israel whereas you have been forsaken and hated so that no one went through you I will make you an eternal excellence a joy of many generations you shall drink the milk of the Gentiles and milk the breasts of kings. You shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Instead of bronze, I will bring gold. 
Instead of iron, I will bring silver. Instead of wood, bronze, and instead of stones, iron. I will also make your officers peace and your magistrates righteousness. Violence shall no longer be heard in your land, neither wasting nor destruction within your borders, but you shall call your walls salvation and your gates praise. The sun shall no longer be your light by day, nor for brightness shall the moon give light to you, but the Lord will be to you an everlasting light, and your God your glory. Your sun shall no longer go down, nor shall your moon withdraw itself. For the Lord will be your everlasting light, and the days of your mourning shall be ended. Also, your people shall all be righteous. They shall inherit the land forever, the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. Thank you.